0: The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. I am so excited about this podcast episode today because Ashley is truly an inspiration. She has a 10-month-old daughter, and she's kicking it in her entrepreneur world, with Arbon as a multi-level marketer and she really is living a well-rounded balanced life indeed. So not just being a mother and an entrepreneur but she's really able to create space and time for herself and so she's going to share how she does that amongst many other pearls of wisdom. Super excited about this episode. Here we go.
1: excited to have you here. Welcome to the podcast, Ashley. Hi, thanks so much. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm really glad to have you here. I'm really, you know, loving speaking with other mothers, especially other mothers that are entrepreneurs. And I say this again and again, like selfishly, I created this series on my podcast so that I could really learn the different ways that moms out there are navigating the world of motherhood and the world of entrepreneurship. But, you know, before we go into what your world looks like today, I know that maybe before becoming a mother, you had this different identity. So how did it feel to like, you said you were doing, we were, when we were offline, that you were doing something that you were really passionate about before becoming a mother. And then you kind of had to like switch gears. So what was kind of the process you went through to really accepting and embracing this new lifestyle
2: that you're now living? <laughs> That's a great question because it has been a process as I think, you know, as I think everything mm. is in life. So yeah, I started, I'll just give you a little bit of a backstory. When I was 23 yes. years old, I started <laughs> I started a virtual franchise in the health and wellness space with a company called Arbonne and I built that up to quite a large scale and so that has been something that I've had for 14 years as an entrepreneur from a young age. And that has freed up a lot of my time and space to pursue other passions. And so when I was living in New York City, I was there for about seven years. I knew I wanted to, to get into the travel space, that I always had a passion for writing, for travel, and that's a whole other dialogue about how that actually came to be. And I could talk to you for probably an hour on that alone, but... But made that happen, got into the travel space, worked as a multimedia travel journalist. And for about four years, I was traveling out of the country anywhere from 250 to 280 days a year and having these amazing experiences, you know, on polar bear tracking expeditions and in the deserts of Nam- Namibia on, you know, desert elephant safari trips and really just had created this incredible lifestyle. But I also knew that. Deep in my heart, I wanted to share all of that with someone. And that was a true desire of mine. I wanted to find the right partner. I wanted eventually to be a mother. And, you know, as you probably know, those aren't things that you can necessarily force. <laughs> and so when that did happen, yes. when I did meet my, um, my husband, Ryan, and, um, we decided that we were going to start a family, you know, this career that I had built that I was really had a lot of success in and just, and just loved. I decided that I would want to switch gears because I didn't want to have a baby and, and be traveling all the time and be away and wasn't even sure how I would make that happen. And so, yeah, I I returned back and have been putting for probably about two and a half years now, my focus again on my health and wellness business. And so just kind of, kind of ebbing and flowing with these different seasons of life and learning that that's okay, that, you know, you can love something and love it for a time and then enter a new phase and decide to shift gears. And that, that thing might always, I could always recreate that again in the future if and when I want to.
1: Yeah, totally. I really like this. And, you know, it's so funny. Actually, I was kind of laughing. My partner's name is Ryan as well.
2: <laughs> so okay. <it's> like, oh, <laughs>
1: some fantasies <laughs> going on here. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. I love that you had 14 years in the... And with Arbonne and multi-level marketing, that's pretty awesome. And so that was always in the background going on and now it just has come to the foreground. Am I correct in saying that?
2: Yes, absolutely. I had, Mm. I kind of put that business down. Never fully, you know, had always had the business, but there was a time where I wasn't really doing much with it. And that really, that business, my health and wellness business was really the fuel that allowed me to to pursue my career in travel because the whole time that I was working as a travel journalist, a lot of the time I got paid in experiences, which was awesome, but could not have fit the bill to me, you know for me to live a life in New York and to have an apartment in Soho and and do the things that I was doing unless I had a residual income coming in. And so I've always been so grateful for that business and what it afforded me, even during the years where I wasn't really. Actively doing a whole lot with it, and so yeah, it was really when life shifted that I decided, you know, this has always been here. I've always known that this is the vehicle, you know, to to have the choices and the freedom in my life to do what I want to do, and to still have a really successful business as I kind of am able to work around my life instead of necessarily having to build my life around my work. And so yeah, I just decided to come back to it to put my attention and focus there, and it's been really exciting these past couple of years to see it take off again.
1: Mm, that's so
2: awesome and I think that it's really great that
1: you had that in the background that you had that experience and then you could then nurture it and really get clarity on where your core values had now shifted to and I always talk about that with my clients it's like Mm -hmm. you want to really get clear on like what are your core values and one of mine happened to be family it always was family but then Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a top priority. And then when I met my partner, and then we had children and things like that, then it kind of shifted. And so really creating a lifestyle around your family, I know, is such an important piece. And having that residual income, having that ability to kind of create flexibility and a schedule that is conducive to having a family is so powerful. And, you know, something that I hear a lot, though, is that people think that, Joining a multi-level marketing company is like a quick fix, or mm. like it's so easy, you know. And I, and I sadly also hear people say, "Oh, it's so easy, so easy." And I'm sure that there is a simplicity about it. I don't necessarily think that it's easy because there's a lot of
2: hard work that goes into it. Would you agree? I mean, yeah, you nailed it. It's I, I, the way that I paint my business is kind of as a virtual franchise. So, you yeah. know, the benefit to that, like if I were to open a, a storefront franchise. You know, all of kind of the how to's would be there. I would have to follow the steps and do the work. But obviously physical franchises have, you know, quite a high dollar sign attached to them most of the time. If you're going to do that, what I love about my business is I can teach anyone how to start this business and the startup costs and the risks of it are very, very low. But you're absolutely right. There's time. There's sweat equity. And it's the same as having any business. And so I'm very upfront with that. And it kind of makes me cringe when someone says, Oh, it's going to be so easy because, you know, I think that there are different times in my business and my life where I feel like things are flowing easier than others. And if I'm kind of getting into a groove and a lot of that is because of the work that I've put in, right? You probably see that in your business too, that if you do the work and you do it consistently, it's going to continue to show up and you're going to get into kind of a sense of flow and momentum where it feels easier, you know, whereas the initial, I feel like when you start a business, you're starting from square one and you kind of feel like you're pushing a big boulder uphill sometimes. But yeah, it's business is business, whether it's through kind of the social marketing industry or starting any other kind of business, it still takes a lot of hard work and commitment and perseverance and overcoming your own ego and going for it day in and day out. I think the benefit of this, though, is that the startup costs are really, really low. So you're mostly risking yourself and your time, not, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, which I think is great for anyone to be able to have that kind of an opportunity at their fingertips.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think that the responsible way to do it is maybe for the mothers out there that are thinking about incorporating multi-level marketing to bring in a residual income It's like, don't quit your day job just yet, you know, like whatever else you have going on, keep that stuff. Because I see this again and again and again. People are like, oh, this is the easy, this is the quick fix, this is the thing, and then they quit. And then it puts all this pressure on, like, performance and money and income. And it sometimes doesn't end out as great as it should, especially when you have not only your mouth to feed but others. And so I think keeping that, you know, Keeps mm-hmm. that as a side thing until it starts to create more. I mean, cause look, fourteen years consistently—that's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And I'm, and I know that when you stay that consistent with anything, success is bound to happen. But mm-hmm. I love that you were like fourteen years it's not fourteen days, people. It's not fourteen days.
2: <laughs> yeah, and when I and kind of even more of a backstory. So when I started my business with Arbonne. I was working sixty to seventy hours a week as an event planner, and was working very full time. So Arbon at first was my side hustle, and I always tell people it's you know it's a Plan B that can turn into a Plan A. But I agree with you. I think when someone if they depend on it to you know I mean I you probably know more about small businesses in this regard maybe than I do, but I've heard a statistic, and you know I don't want to quote it too strong because it may or may not be true, but that it takes about five years. To break even with most traditional small businesses, and so I like to teach people that yeah, you can build a business incredibly quick. I within my first year, I had built a business that was giving a six figure income, as well as you know I was 23, I became a VP with a company, I was earning a great income. I replaced my full time income, so I quit my job, and then I got you know Arbon has a company car, it's a white Mercedes Benz that you earn at the VP level. And I did all that within a year. So it's possible to create a lot of success and abundance quickly, but it, you know, it's kind of up in, or it's, it depends on each individual person. And so I definitely did not quit my full-time job until I had replaced that income. And so there was more ease and not, and never a sense of like desperation, you know, and I think if you leave behind an income, especially as a mom, and if you're needing it to, you know, like you said, feed your family, then maybe just starting a side hustle and working it until it can become a plan A. I think that's that's a great idea.
1: Yeah. And then I like how you said that because you can definitely build something within a year that is pretty amazing. It doesn't take years and years and years, but to really be, I always say that like no one wants to be your science experiment. You know, no one wants, people want to see that like you're sticking to this you know and it's not like oh try my new thing and the next year you're on to something else and the next year on to something else they want to see oh ashley's like consistent like ashley's sticking to this and she's here to stay with this oh okay i'll join her now and i think that that consistency and i also heard yes like five i think that's the magic number five years for entrepreneurs like or for any business to really Show that they're here to stay. And I also heard that it takes eight years to create a consistent brand. So like, you know, as a mm. person representing whatever product, you're your own brand, you know? And so it's, um, you know, it takes a little bit of, uh, it takes a little bit of showing up consistently to really show people that, Oh, again, like this is a particular brand that Ashley's serving, but in your way, because people are going to go to you. And not right. someone else that's selling Arbon because of you. But my question for you too is like, when it comes to your children, what do you think is being created by you being able to create this kind of lifestyle for them? Like what conversations are being created for mm-hmm. them and what kind of possibility do you think that it's opening up for them?
2: I love that question so much. So, So my daughter is only 10 months old, so we're not having... Conversations. Yeah, I guess we're starting to because she's (laughs) getting the cute baby babble down. Um, But that is honestly that's one of my biggest motivators for continuing on and growing the business that I am. You know, I love that I get to show her what it looks like to to have big dreams and to have a vision and to have goals and to work towards those. Because I've always believed that more is caught than taught. You know, that she'll pick up things just Mm -hmm. from seeing more than me just telling her this is what you need to do and. So, I get so excited about that. I love that, you know, and I'm still figuring it out as far as working around her nap times and kind of juggling it. My husband's a pilot, so he I won't go on too much of a side note with that, but when he's gone, he's fully gone. And when he's home, he's mm-hmm. fully home. And so, we're all, our schedule's different every month, and we're kind of just figuring out that process. But the fact that I can run a multi million dollar business from my phone or my laptop while my daughter is sleeping or playing over here is, Is amazing. And just the fact that I get to show her so many things. And, you know, I think one of the biggest gifts that my business has given me over the years is just all the personal growth. I mean, I, I would not be where I'm at as a leader and as an entrepreneur if I hadn't pressed in and really grown as a person. And I'm always reading different books. And, you know, I just think as she gets older, I'm so excited to engage in those conversations with her and ask her about her dreams and really not just tell her that she can do anything, but show her by my example. So it makes me really excited, even though we're we're not quite there yet as far as conversations. But, you know, I, I know that, that we will be. And I think that's going to be one of the greatest, I guess, privileges that I get to have as her mother is, is teaching her those things.
1: Mm, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that it's so powerful to be able to Is the children that we have now. I have a three month old son, so I get Mm -hmm. it. I I totally get it. Aside from, aside from like some cooing and, you know, drooling, farting. (laughs) Um, We haven't really even giggled yet, but yeah, I totally understand that there's, you know, we have the ability to really reframe the paradigm, reframe the stories for them, and to create even bigger possibility boxes that I don't even think were really readily available to our parents to teach to us. So I think it's just such mm-hmm. a cool society and time that we're living in that there's so many possibilities with the internet, with the accessibility to travel, the accessibility to communication, mm-hmm. and these different businesses, and being an entrepreneur. I mean, the list goes on on what we can really... Show them what's possible. And, you know, I do have a, um, a 10 year old stepson and it's pretty wild, actually, because like, hey, well, last night I said to him, I always say to him, listen, Cam, you can do whatever you want. Anything's possible. You just need to create those possibilities. So it might be about who do you need to enroll or what kind of money do you need to create by what kind of work do you need to do? And so his whole thing has been, I want to have a Lamborghini when I'm older. And I'm like, well, you're allowed to have that. You know, I'm not going to like limit your thinking. You can have that. Now, I particularly don't like Lamborghinis, but like that, if that's what, you <laughs> want, that's what you get to have, you know, <laughs> and just yesterday he said, you know, I've been thinking about something. And I said, what is it? And he said, well, like all matter of fact, but I'm like, okay, what is it? <laughs> I don't want the Lamb. He says, I don't want the Lambo anymore. That's and I so said, funny. Oh. <laughs> okay so what how'd that come about I was like well I don't really feel and like I love this thought process like I don't really feel mm-hmm. it'd be conducive to having a family because that's really important to me and I like literally so <laughs> <laughs> touched you know it's so touched She's like yeah. you know I really couldn't fit like a baby or a car seat and things like that in there because it would just be too small I think so I think that I'm going to go for a Range Rover. And I said, okay. <laughs> Still dreaming big. Still dreaming big. That's awesome. Still going big, buddy. Still going big. But, you know, yeah. I know that he knows. And, and it's funny because he will. um I also am part of a multi level. I have my own business, but I'm also a part of a um, mm-hmm. level marketing company awesome. with um, essential oils. And he always goes, oh, you know what? I don't think they can afford the oils. Why don't we just give them some? You know, and I'm like Yeah, well, you know, we're not just handing free oils out everywhere. But again, it's like that the thought process and the way he's like really embodying possibility and opportunity yeah. and creation and generosity that I'm just like, Oh, this is what it's about, you know?
2: Yeah, that's so awesome. It's yeah. you mentioned travel and that's one thing that we're so excited about with our daughter. She's like I said, she's ten months and I don't even know, I think I lost she's probably been on about 25 flights and the eight dates in a country and we've got a couple international trips coming up and you know so I feel like we've just been able to not always gracefully but figure that part out too and just take her along and i was thinking about you just how impressed i am that you're doing everything that you're doing with the 3 month old and just wanted to encourage you because i feel like it took around and everybody's process is different but around 5 months And this actually goes back to your very first question about transitioning from kind of the old lifestyle and letting that go to like this new lifestyle of being a mom and still having something of my own, but just that looking a lot different. And I think it took around five months. I actually got into some counseling because I was like, I need some help with getting tools to like transition into this new phase. But I think around that time is when I finally was able to to not focus anymore on all the things that I felt like I could no longer do because I was a mother. Because I had, you know, I'll am i be 37 this year. So I had traveled the world and had tons of freedom and independence for a long time being an entrepreneur and being able to claim my day however I wanted and come and go and meet whoever for coffee or hop on a plane. It was a really, really big transition those first few months. And I think around month five, that shifted to... Instead of, oh my gosh, like I can no longer do A, B, and C because of this, to I am so grateful that I get to be at this place at this time in life. And to all of those freedoms, I'll get back, I'm sure at some point, but just a shift in perspective. So go you mama mm-hmm. for being three months in and still doing your thing. And I think... <laughs> You would probably say this too. You know, I took some maternity leave. I think it's different when you're a business owner because you kind of call the shots. So I definitely took some, but I was so, so grateful to have my business even in those first few weeks and months because it gave me community and it gave me like a tribe to be in touch with. And I didn't feel so isolated or so lonely as I think a lot of other women do when they become a mom if they've left. Say the corporate world and they were used to going into an office every single day of the week and then that just totally stopped. So I've been so grateful to get to be able to blend being a mother and a businesswoman and kind of figure that out. Cause I think it's also been just a huge gift in my life these past 10 months. Would you kind of say the same? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I would so agree. I think that I have such gratitude for the ability to create my own schedule, create, you know, I think a lot of people, I did take maternity leave for about a month. And in retrospect, would I have taken longer? Perhaps. You know, I think I probably would have. And for my next child, I, I definitely will. And yet, I'm not a victim of my life. So I really embrace the fact that that's how it played out. And that, you know, I believe that God and the universe were like, well, you have the strength to do this, and maybe there's some people that you're supposed to inspire by showing up this way, but I'm grateful in the fact that, like, I'm not working nine to five, you know, like, I get to be in my robe, I get to be in my yoga clothes, I get to be in my office, aka the room next to my son's nursery, and I have a um, a friend of mine that flew down to, like, support me the first few months of, you know, him being around so that you know, I get all my break after I'm done with this podcast. Like, I get to go and hang out with my son for an hour before my next call, and I get to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, every day. So it's like I'm really grateful for that. And also, what I would say to like everyone listening in is like, don't compare my journey to your journey. Don't compare Ashley's journey to your journey because we each have our own path. But I think that everything's like a learning opportunity in that. Okay. I took a month off for maternity. Next time, I'm going to take a little more time. Because my experience, mm-hmm. I would like to have more time, you know? So it's like just kind of pulling those pieces. But yeah, I think the reason that it was orchestrated for me was because perhaps, you know, because a lot of people see what's going on in my life, it's going to inspire them to get through something on that they might be struggling with, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think, That's yeah, absolutely. That process just looks so different for I feel like ever since I've become a mom, I've just had a deeper understanding of we all kind of figure out our own process in our own way, you know, and that's going to look different mm. for everyone. And I think that we can learn from each other. I don't know about you, but there are definitely a lot of ways before I became a mother that I thought I would be. And some of those have, have you know, still remain true. And then other things are totally different. I'm totally different in certain areas than how I thought or perceived I would be. And I think we're just all along the path, kind of figuring it out as we go and and doing our best. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that uh,
1: last night I literally was like, oh my God, I was walking down the stairs and I said to my stepson something, I forget what it was that we were talking about, but I just heard my voice and I had this like out out of body moment and I was like, oh my God. I sound like my mother, <laughs> you know, it's like what is this moment where it's like, I sound like my mother. And I too like have, have these moments where I'm like, I'm a mom. Like I'm a mother. It doesn't yeah. really feel, it's just kind of this, you know, and I think that at, like you said, as you kind of go along, you start to get your own footing and you kind of, yeah, we all do the best we can. No one is like getting up in the morning saying, I hope that I mess things up today. We're all doing the best we can. But I think what's so important is to is to know that you're not alone on this journey and that there are other Mm -hmm. people doing it too. And, you know, hopefully this will inspire women too to like reach out to other women like myself, like Ashley, that are entrepreneurs, that are also mothers, that are doing this. And and just ask them simply
2: like, hey, what works for you? Because maybe Mm -hmm. what works for us will support you as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like I have a great... Mm -hmm online you know tribe of of friends and through my business and then just through mm. kind of getting out and I live in Park City, Utah now and I feel like it's been so helpful to just you know I had baby phone lessons this morning with my daughter and then came home and
1: mm. did some work and we're
2: actually about to head out to a lake and go out on a boat for a couple hours and then my husband and Yay. I have a date night tonight you know it's just but it just a Point being to meet other people, just like you said, and other people in a similar situation. But I don't know if you feel this way this sometimes, but I feel like, you know, at least, and that's where I think having an online group of, and it, online might be kind of funny, but just the, the other people that are doing the same thing, wherever they are, they don't necessarily have to be local to you. Because what I find is that the friends that I've made locally, they're either working full time and don't have daytime flexibility. And so it's kind of hard to see them except for weekends and we have the commonality that we're both working moms but it's a very different kind of work or i've made friends who are stay at home moms who don't you know work or have a business and they have done the flexibility during the day and maybe sometimes don't understand you know my balance of of really doing both of being a full time stay at home mom and going to baby swim lessons in the middle of the day and doing all those things still but also still running a very successful business and so I think sometimes the community might be close to you and other times it might just be tapping into different people who you know are doing the same thing in different parts of the country or the world and still, you know, just getting to be around like-minded people. I feel like it's so helpful.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. I really, really believe that that's true. I too just signed my son up for swim lessons. Like once he's, Three and a half or something like that months, up to like start the Some lessons. Tadpoles, it's called. I'm like, oh my god, this is so cute. But <laughs> you know, I I like think to myself, I'm like, wow, like I'm so grateful that I have this ability to do that. And then I also think, why are all the only options during the week, during the day, that would only be available to people that aren't working? You know, unless you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. like us that gets to have this balance, then it gives me this new sense of gratitude for what I do but also a sense of like anger too that like there's not the availability to mothers that might be working full-time mm-hmm. you know and having to go mm-hmm. back and so that's something that I'm passionate about too is like giving mothers that might be working full-time and want the availability to be an entrepreneur right. so that they can have access to going to swim classes or whatever as well because I just don't think the world society has caught up yet with you know really making it accessible for mothers to stay home and, and also work unless they're an entrepreneur. So I'm grateful. I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, I am
2: so <laughs> so grateful. Never before have I been more grateful for my business. And my husband is too. I mean, he. we both acknowledge yeah. there's so many things that we can do in our life because, you know, I think what I've seen is that for a lot of families, it's either both parents have to continue to work because it's you know so many the cost of living for most people requires a dual income, and then there's the childcare expense and just you know and I I don't think there's one right or wrong way to do it. I think it's highly personal. I think some women love going back to work and feel called to be in in a corporate career, and I think that's awesome. And then I think you know I have several friends who. Wish that they had a, a different kind of an option than going from a nine to five or an eight to seven kind of job. So yeah, I'm super grateful to be an entrepreneur and not only to get to make the income that I do and to have the flexibility that I do, but to not have, you know, all the childcare costs along the way. I mean, my husband every day is so thankful too that, that we're able to still have a dual income, but to have, you know, the freedom that we do. I think it's such a gift. Yeah, it
1: really, really is. And I think that, you know, anyone that's listening in, wherever you are in this moment, if you can just have gratitude for it, wherever you are, and then think about if you're listening and feeling inspired about what's being created in my life and Ash's life, then what steps do you need to take in order to get there? Maybe the vehicle is multi-level marketing, maybe the vehicle is starting your own business, but it really is possible. And then the possibilities that open up from you stepping into that new space are really endless. You know, before you go, Ashley, uh, I have two questions for you that I I mm-hmm. want to definitely find out where people can connect with you. But before I even ask you that, what is something that you do for you, self-care-wise, that really helps to nourish and support you while you're a mother and a businesswoman? What helps to really nourish Ashley that other women could maybe Hi. apply in their life?
2: I do a lot of different things but I think the biggest one for me is just creating space to get out and move you know whatever that looks Mm. like it used to be more in the form of of classes and yoga and I found that that has narrowed you know just my availability to go take a class I do have um, kind of a mom and me Pilates class but that's not really too relaxing because I'm sometimes I'm on the Pilates reformer while breastfeeding <laughs> <It's> more humorous <laughs> than relaxing. I do it too. So. I do it too. <laughs> the glasses are harder to come by, you know. Luckily, I live in a beautiful place in the mountains, and so it's easy to find some kind of calm for my soul here and go on a hike. And so, yeah, I, I think that's probably my number one thing is, you know, self care—just getting out and still not exercising. You know, it's a burnout. Like I think my view of of exercise has changed. It used to be a little bit more, um, I don't know if harsh is the right word, but like it was all about like fitness and burning calories. And now it's like, if I can go take an hour in the woods to go hike and do that for my body, my mind, my soul, and just to have some space, that's, that's probably mm. the best thing. But yeah, let me give, can I give some ways to connect where, um, we're actually, and I think this all goes along with the call because it's very lifestyle, but we're meeting our our friends on the boat here in just about 15 minutes. So I actually need to head out in the sun.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Totally.
2: So you just kind of want to know websites and maybe Instagram handles, things like that. Yeah,
1: like just um, share with them where they can find you. And you guys, what I'll also do for you is in the show notes, you can go to the show notes, which are on my website and also on iTunes and all that. Just go back to the show notes. And I'll have all of her social media handles there. But yeah, just tell us what's the best format to reach out to you and find out find out what you're up to.
2: Awesome. Yeah. So my Instagram is just Ashley C. Pittman. So A-S-H-L-E-Y, middle initial C as in Charlie, and then Pittman, P-I-T-T-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone can always find me there or message me there. And then I have a website that is a personal website and it ties in my arbon business and that is called LiveInspiredNation.com. And the whole purpose of that is the same thing, kind of get people to do the things that they love to do and find a vehicle that works for them. And so, yeah, either of those places would be great. And then I can give you a few more outreach methods that you can put in the notes. But, Malene, it's been such, a, such an honor and such a privilege to get to know mm. you and get to, to chat with you for a bit today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, uh, You're
1: so welcome. You're so welcome. And pleasure 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 was all mine like really appreciate you being here and sharing some of your wisdom and just you know sharing some of your time because I know how valuable time is when you have a little one so I really appreciate you being here and um absolutely and everyone listening and thank you so much for joining us until next time have an amazing day bye for now
0: Hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. Remember to rate this podcast on iTunes, share with your friends and reach out to us. Malene at com. We'd love to hear from you.